Welcome everyone to the podcast. My name is Chosen, the host, and here are my co-hosts, Schooms and Vulture, aka Yo. Cyber Schooms, aka Vulture Attack Squad. What up? Um, Yo. True, true. <laughs> so the podcast, as you all see the title, is Few Chosen Gamers, short, short for FCG. We're gonna be a gaming podcasters, pretty much talking about gaming news. Uh, conventions if we ever go to um we actually pretty much gaming i'm not even gonna like not even gonna fucking milk it in any way we're gonna just talk about gaming but not just you know we're not gonna be stuck on the category it's gonna be pc switch xbox playstation maybe mobile if anything ever is good in mobile (laughs) but pretty much everything gaming um our goal for the podcast we uh for now it's a bit it's 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 chill it's fun we just want to talk about and give our two cents on gaming now because like it or not gaming has been a bit eh lately with a lot of things like triple a titles and and shit not being finished and and games like anthem with shitty production you know we're gonna get into that later because i poof there's a lot of shit going on um but our rundown for this podcast we're going to be talking about division uh how we feel about the game how we feel it's different different from the first one uh nintendo indies or nintendo stuff in general they've been uh on a rising lately uh uh, battle royales apex battlefield 5 blackout it's starting to get a little bit cluttered and you know we're going to talk about whether or not if it's something that we feel is dying uh, Halo coming to PC, that is something that I'm extremely excited for. I definitely want to jump into that, you know, reminisce about the old times because, man, those were the great times. Uh, ending the podcast off with Google, I guess, Stadia or Stadia. <laughs> I got a lot of shit Stadia. to say. That, yeah, that, yeah, that's <laughs> going to be the big one. <laughs> we're ending off with that because that one will be... This is that's big. This is some. This is something they claim that's gonna change gaming and and it's gonna it's make me big. throw away my fucking consoles and my PC and go strictly Google. We're no, definitely yeah, gonna we'll talk about that, that one. Not happening. <laughs> but we'll get there. We'll get there. I'll hold my tongue for now. Right? Shit. To start it off, um, Division Two. Division Two came out. I think in when when did Division Two come out? March fifteenth. I think it's almost been a month. Yeah. Um, yeah. where I'm a huge fan of Division. That was something that uh, I liked even during the first one that even had a shitty start, and it took about a year to to get it back on its feet. But even through the bad, the ugly, I was still playing that game. Division Two takes a new leap, going from New York to DC. Um. They fix a lot of what was wrong with the first division. They still have their problems now, but the game as as of now is good. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, no, I mean, it's a fantastic game. I haven't hit 30 yet because I'm playing on two different um, platforms. Um, But it doesn't bother me. You know, usually something like that, especially in a looter shooter, like splitting my my progress up, that's like pain. Right, like anybody yeah. who plays RPGs or looter shooters knows that sucks. It's been fun, hasn't bothered me at all. 
I like most of the changes that they've done to the game from the first one. Um, and obviously there's a couple complaints that I have, but so far, nothing that is hurting a score. Yeah, I mean, I ultimately feel the same way. I've been playing it mostly on PC. Plan to get it on PS4 later to play with the other people that I left out, you know, by getting it on PC. Chosen those, you know. I, uh, <laughs> yep. I agonized over that for a while on which console I was going to get. But yeah, this is definitely an improvement from what I've seen. I thought when they were bringing it to DC that the map might be lacking a bit just because with, you know, all the tall buildings in New York and whatnot, like, it made the map... Mm -hmm you know really big it felt really um what's the word for it like robust. i felt like really it felt massive yeah robust it felt massive i felt like really immersed in it just the way things were happening like even the little details of people walking up and down the street you could give people food i do kind of miss that a little bit i haven't noticed that in the game so far i am like Right no, so. nah, I don't. I don't miss that shit. Cause you give him a whole mech shirt, and give him a fucking shirt. <laughs> in the beginning, it was great, but end game that shit was a hella trash. See, like the world. So the map, the game map itself, DC is cool. Don't get me wrong, um, but I am kind of disappointed that they didn't go with another inner city decision. Um, now this is. I think the fault of just it being a Tom Clancy game. Now, anybody who's played or read, you know, Tom Clancy stuff knows that like the patriotism that is displayed in those games yeah. is so like blind and and robust. It's crazy. So we go to New York, okay? It's the big apple of the United States. And then we go over to Washington, DC. You know, you can't get more you know cliche than that and the writing yeah. in the game like proves it like I, I love the division don't get me wrong but the writing fucking sucks and it always has sucked and i think that by getting out of like a city you know dc's obviously a city but you know i'm talking about like the city mm -hmm. it i don't i don't know like like i said it's a great game but i think the opportunities that you have in in big cities, especially for that game, is just. Well, to I, mean, be I feel like it's to me, too much. I feel like looter shooters in general just don't have like great stories like that. Like in general. Yeah, they don't. They um, don't. I don't think, but I also don't think they need to like reinvent the wheel with the story or anything like that. And I feel like for right. the most part, when you consider what's going on in the game itself, having it in DC makes a lot of sense. Like you know, like Ground Zero for America, so to speak. Um, yeah, I mean, but the thing is, like, I feel like they picked a location and then wrote the story around it as opposed to, like, writing a story and then picking the location. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. fair, but I feel like for the most part, it still fits. Um, yeah, I mean, it works and I like it. I just wish, you know, that they, like, they picked somewhere else in the world, like somewhere um, probably out of country that was more interesting. I was to, wondering. To with in DC. I was, I was thinking, I haven't really got a chance to express it, but I was like, I wonder if, because Division 1 was, uh, it was the winter and it was New York, and I know based off the story that they had, if it would have been a good idea, I would have liked the idea, but I wonder if it would have been a good idea to keep New York, but add summer or, you know, the... the See, the that sounds cool, now. but then... But then I feel like it would feel like too recycled. Oh, definitely, you know? definitely. Because Division yeah. 2 does, 
it feels a bit recycled but polished like polished turd the game yeah, isn't trash but it's like polished there yeah. i think the reason they didn't go with another big city is because they didn't want to feel so absolutely familiar you know what i mean true yeah um especially because division two is like like a true improvement on a on a sequel because sometimes yeah. we see with sequel games where it's like it's not really an improvement of the first game it's like almost a completely different game and division two is not that at all yeah yeah division like, two close. it's definitely a direct improvement and as opposed to just like making um either one a copycat game or two a different game like a completely different game it is in every way shape and form a direct improvement of the prequel yeah. right right i yeah. think i think one area where they've improved on division with this second installment is there is definitely a lot more to do i don't really think you complain that or can complain that you can run out of things to do it's just i mean when you look at things like the bounties you have all of the missions the side missions you do the stuff to enhance your uh individual settlement that's what they're called right the settlements yeah the settlements yeah yeah, yeah, yeah plus a nice when you, implementation plus when you consider like the difficulty of the missions and the length of them like there's just a lot of content i think that they really like nailed that part because you know looter shooters have been getting a bad rep the last few years where they just don't have a lot of content and then people complain about how bad they are after uh -huh. like a couple of weeks and i feel like division two really like worked on that they ubisoft saw that that was a problem and they really tried to address that yeah i, I definitely agree especially with the dark zone um I don't know if every besides me and Daniel, I don't know if anyone has been in the dog zone yet. <laughs> but it seems so. One thing I love about what they did with Division Two is, and this and this follows up with enemies too. They, it's the shield and then the health. Like there's no med kits. Um, the the abilities which I want to get into are um, geared towards healing your armor rather than like your health, and it makes it so much easier in the dog zone. And even with uh, yellows or elite enemies, because in the dark zone, um, if you do run into somebody, which then you hate, because I always try to fight everybody, uh, <laughs> uh, you can, um, it's, a, it's an easy fight. Like you can shoot somebody, you can light somebody up, their shield is gone, and you can then, you know, then go proceed with their health. And no one feels too tanky. Like you you can make a certain right. build in Division One, and you're, you know, you're a god, or you can have a certain weapon yeah. set, and you know you could just melt me the only way you're getting I mean, melted is if like you have a gun that's like a, a if you have a sniper and you headshot me or you you know you're up close with a shotgun i feel that um that that right there to a certain extent is uh, is good for me and one thing that they approved big time that I, I won't say flew over people's head or people didn't really think about it was the fact that there's turrets at the uh oh. entrances and exits because god knows in the first division, the worst thing was to open that fucking door and get melted. Yep. <laughs> right. What you say, uh, school? I was just gonna say that um, the thing with like the health kits, because you know they got rid of like the healing for, well, quote healing for the armor regeneration. Yeah, right. Um. So yeah, the thing is with the first game and as a PvP choice, I think it's great. And I'm mostly for a PvE too, because you know you used to be able to skill build, um, like skill power build, and mm -hmm. you could run like three healing skills. You know, because you would have the heal alt, you would have the med kit, and the normal like burst heal, and you could also run the uh, the station. 
And so, like, and since all of those were pretty much, like, burst heals, you hit that left bumper, dude, you're going from fucking 1 HP all the way to max instantly. And since your skill power, because, you know, in the first game, not only were your skills stronger with high skill power, but it also made them regenerate faster. So you could just keep pumping out instant burst heals over and over again, and it was really obnoxious. Yeah, true. And one thing that... Like I, I kind of, I, I just kind of don't like about the vision now is that I feel, I feel no need to use my skills, like yeah. at all. Like I feel like yeah. with Division One, with the healing station, the the first aid, um, the the pulse, the you know I'm like it's I understand why they like watered down pulse for example because pulse you can have like abilities where you would get your crit up, and 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 other other um other like boost but this I don't, I don't really feel too inclined to use my like my skills like i would go through a whole stronghold or mission without using nothing i would just use my my armor kit and health and maybe i'll throw my turn just because i remember that i had a skill but they are cool like i like hive and i like um that they fix it now i like the sniper turn but their cooldowns are, are crazy like like the hive is like a 230 second cooldown so by the time that starts back up, I'm already halfway through a mission. And yeah, the turret is definitely like probably the only real, really useful skill, unless you're maybe in PvP or uh, or, or I don't know. I don't want to say that the other skills aren't useless or that I don't feel the need to use the other skills because I there are times in this game when like you're just bum rushed, which hasn't really changed from the first game, and I do feel yeah. the need to throw out some other skills just because like there's really no way of surviving any other way um but there definitely is like less of a need to use these skills but i feel like that's kind of the trade-off because with they're not being like like uh, they're not being spammed right but it's i feel like that's kind of the trade-off in this game of there no being like different armor sets um well, aren't there still like the skill set? There's still the um, gear sets set and stuff. Yeah. Shit. yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know oh, that until I got my ass whipped in PvP. Like you can, you can inspect somebody, and like dude had he didn't have a full set, but he had three gear sets, well pieces to a gear set, and I was like, oh shit! Like they, you know, they brought that back, and then I ended up looking it up, and they recently, like a couple days ago, just like added that. I guess that was yeah. the announcement of like you know, World Tier Five and stuff like that. Um, but you are yeah, right about. I have, I have not gotten anywhere yeah. near that far. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass. Like I played World <laughs> Tier Five because of Daniel, but like it's it's no different. Just a lot harder, and the loot is definitely. They're not afraid to give you loot. That's one thing I like too. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the skills, I guess, in my defense too, even though I'm I'm being a hypocrite here, I don't like them in PVE, but they are so effective in PVP. Yeah, definitely. Um, like the 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 um the drone that heals you. That shit is amazing in PvP because you it's literally hovering over you until you get into a fight and it's also slowly hear you as you're fighting. So then you can run away from the fight a little bit, heal up, and then come back. The shield is amazing. Um the uh turret, if you have it at a good location, is great. Uh the skills I find extremely useful for PvP has you know, they always have been, but um with me feeling like they're not really good in PvE and they're going to PvP and using them a lot more. As we you know, it's a big like a big plus for me. 
See, like, I don't know. Like, maybe it's just me so far, because you guys are saying that you haven't really felt the need to use your skills very often. Um, maybe it's just been me, like, playing by myself or something the most part or whatever. I don't know how you guys are playing, but, like, I find me having to use my skills all the time, like, whenever they're up. Playing by myself, like, I definitely... Uh, it's kind of 50 50 for me because like i said i throw out my turret like constantly but i feel like that's the only skill that i really use a lot like my right. other skills i haven't felt the need to throw them out a ton what i um, will say dude is they definitely like they completely they nerfed the shield at least the bulwark shield like in every single way oh wow the, hit, really? the hitbox is smaller it has less health you can't vault with it anymore you can't collapse it to take cover. You can't collapse it to sprint. You have to like actually put the skill away. And it's it's really obnoxious. Wow. And that, I will say this, like the one thing that has really bothered me so far, even though I know many people didn't use the shield in the first division, but I loved it and it just, it got absolutely fucking destroyed. Like I hate using yeah. the shield. Oh, I, yeah. remember, I remember <laughs> yeah. the shield a lot in the first division. Yeah. But he was probably like the only person I saw that used it a ton like that. Yeah. I mean, it was really useful if you knew how to use it, but I understand like a lot of people aren't into that kind of gameplay. But yeah. like, it was just, yeah, now, dude, Bulwark Shield, because the Bulwark is the one that's supposed to like replicate the first game shield. It's like the big heavy one with the pistol. Yeah. And it just, it sucks, dude. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because that was a shield I swapped to. Um,. I think it was the last time I played the game because I've I've been kind of busy lately and haven't played the game in like a couple of weeks. But uh -huh. right, like my last time using it, that was a shield I swapped to. And then I know they've done updates since then. Yeah, I haven't really gotten to use it for real. Yeah, but all in all, I I do feel like uh, the division is. I think it's gonna be a great uh, looter shooter. I think it's the. I, I would I would probably put it up there as like the number one looter shooter, kind of comparing it to like Destiny and. Then... Oh no, it is. Oh, yeah. It is. Easily. It's like the Division Two is by far the best looter shooter that's been developed so far. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like, just I don't even want to say a looter shooter. I want to say like a looter game, like in general. It is one of the best, you know, gear farm loot games, whatever that has I think ever been developed so far. Yeah, because I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like we all have played games with loot, right? We played MMOs right. and mm -hmm. and like games like Destiny and all that shit. As far as just being, you know, even the way a lot of MMOs handle loot, the Division Two is doing it better than ninety-five percent of loot-based games. Yeah, especially because people aren't complaining about it too much from what I've seen, and they don't have to go in with an update and fix it like a month yep. later. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> Thanks. But um, yeah, I definitely feel like the the future is bright with Division Two. Um, they're they're dropping a lot of content compared to. There, there's one thing that scares me though. Mm -hmm. so if we look at if we look at Ubisoft's track re record for the past few years, oh, yeah. listen, listen, listen. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They put it. out, it hold on, they put out bad games, right? But then they've like through the development process, like Rainbow Six Siege, for example. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Better way later. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the Division Two release is really good. Are they going to try so hard to continue improving it that they fuck it up? 
down the line. You know what I mean? Man, I, so yeah, I, I that's, fear you. That's, yeah. that's, that's just thinking. That's just thinking a little too much, but it does worry me a little bit because that has been how Ubisoft is, is going lately. So we'll see. Yeah. Man. Yeah, uh, uh, Ubisoft definitely has the reputation for uh, not making the most savory of decisions when it comes to their games. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping that they stick to what they have going on and please, dear God, don't mess this up. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, did they did they get rid of the negatives on weapon attachments? On yeah, weapon they did. I read yeah, it was a patch note. See, yeah. Because they see, felt so, like it felt like which I agree, a lot of people were like the trade off, the, the They were annoying. It was yeah. super annoying, yeah. Like you had to like if you wanted ten extra bullets, you had to like cough up like 40% of your reload speed and it's like Jesus Christ like. yep. <laughs> see now this is like kind of an example too like I think that was a good change but like the fact that the game has pretty much just come out a month ago when they're already making like drastic gameplay changes is a good thing but it's also a scary thing because you never know what they end up might end up like changing down the line Do we know why they made that change it was like the community it was just like, annoying like, people yeah people were just annoyed with it I mean, in that sense, that's not too bad, just because if the community is really calling for a change, and that shows that they're listening to the community, it's something, right. you know, Ubisoft doesn't do. But <clears throat> if they're just making, like, random changes all over the place, then obviously there's a cause for concern. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said, I think it was a good change. I think they did good on it. All I'm saying is it it is a little bit... It's inspiring, but scary at the same time that they're only we're only a month in and making gameplay changes. Yeah, no, I get it. I definitely get it. True. Especially because the game has kind of been good for the most part as is. And so uh-huh. for them to kind of go in this early and make those big changes, like, yeah. it shows that they could definitely be willing to want to change the game later on and do what you said, which I right. hope they don't do. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not saying they will, but it does worry me a little bit. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, true, true. So let's jump into uh, some Nintendo news. We got not much, but I guess as of March, Nintendo dropped their uh, Nindies, which is Nintendo Indies. <laughs> and um, I'm, I have to say this ahead of time. I feel like almost everything Nintendo does is like really corny at Disney level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they do got like, some. Um, I just can't do. I just can't deal with it. Like. Nah, not, I fear you, but they do have some like nice games coming through. Um, I for one play a lot of the of the Nindy games. I have like a couple of them downloaded on my Switch. Um, one of the big titles that's coming to to the Switch is Cuphead. Uh, I definitely will be picking that up. Cuphead was amazing, and um, to play it on the go, which I say all the fucking time because half the time I'm on my Switch, I'm home, but when i do take the switch out there's a handful of games that i i always play i can see myself playing um cupheads there's a lot of um just to follow that tangent real quick like i usually never take my switch out anywhere whenever i leave home but i did have somewhere i had to go on friday and i took my switch with me and i was kind of sitting and waiting it was one of those things where you're not really doing much you're just kind of gone waiting for something to happen and i took my switch and played with played with it for the first time like away from home and I don't know why I don't do this more often. Like, it kills so much <laughs> yeah. time. Like, exactly. Oh like, anyway. when I'm on a train and shit, or I'm at lunch, like, it, you know, it helps. It helps. Um, yeah, definitely. Better than mobile games, in my opinion. But that's the tangent I'll say for another day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, 
a lot of these games are nice and cheap games like uh there's a game out there's a game that's coming out called blaster master zero two i've bought the first one and it was a nice it's a nice game it gives you like this old school metroid or, or like it's it's these are indie games so they they feel they play great they feel great um i'm a bit of a fan of them to be honest like i i played them and checked them out um and as far as they, as far as big titles i think the switch i think there was something that was uh announced i think it was uh it was like the final oh, final fantasies the final oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah the final yeah, fantasy yeah, games yeah. Switch. i can i i get it but i don't i, I just don't like care bro. like i've 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 played those Final Fantasies so much, and it's like, uh, it's like I'm buying, like I'm. Final Fantasy Seven like, is like twenty one bucks, and then <laughs> nine is like seventeen, and it's like, oh my god, bro. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like if you're a really big Final Fantasy head, then you're definitely picking those games up because I know people who are just like fans of the series like that. Like they yeah. just play it no matter how many times it comes out, no matter how good or bad it is, they'll go to bat for that game and they're gonna buy it every single freaking time, no matter what. Oh you yeah, know, for those people, for those people, that's definitely what this game is for. It's because I mean, it's such an old franchise and so deeply rooted in like the games that people like to play. So, Final Fantasy is always going to be successful. You know what I mean? It's not my cup of tea. I don't like, you know, I've ranted about it before. I don't like when games have like, or video game franchises have like twenty fucking, you remakes. know, right. remakes and sequels and all that shit. I hate it. Ports and all that, yeah. And I'll go into that rant another time. But yeah, I'm not not final fantasy guy at all <laughs> it's been a minute yeah. since i played final fantasy and i'm kind of disappointed because i love the franchise but i'm kind of just evolved as a gamer and it's always been put to the side yeah no like i said final fantasy cold following game it's always gonna have people that follow it like that but i don't know it's not really for me not not to say that i don't play final fantasy or that i don't even enjoy it like i i like final fantasy i'm really big in rpgs especially jrpgs and it's like I would definitely buy that if I had an extra $21 lying around. Yeah. But I'm I'm not interested in getting those games. Yeah. But that's definitely. pretty much it for the um for the Nindies. Uh I'll definitely say check them out on the eShop. There's a lot of um interesting games to look into and they're I, actually pretty I will, cheap. I will say Nindies, it's actually a great idea, man, because like I know when I have my Wii yeah. U, dude, the thing that sucked, man, about it sucks about everything Nintendo since they, you know, they're first party. I mean, everything, you know, is pretty much first party. So what does that mean? That means it's fucking expensive, right? It like, it's hard for me. It's kind of been like the Apple of gaming with how closed their ecosystem is as far as like, yep. they've never like, and like, like Xbox and PlayStation will get like Call of Duty and Switch won't get stuff like that or, you know. Yeah. And it all, it gives an opportunity to like, I remember Wii U, they had this free to play uh, shooter came out and it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible, but it was the only thing on their shop, like the only game on the shop that was, that was free to play. And I feel like something like the Nindies, you know, it means that they're opening up to stuff like that. And I think that no matter what your platform, it's important that that there's games out there that people can play without throwing a giant chunk of money out the out the window. Yeah, yeah, especially because Nintendo, when they aren't like releasing newer versions of their exclusives, then they're usually stuck just re-releasing like old versions of them. If you like, if you remember the Nintendo Wii shop real quick, like, yep. All it's, of it was all emulated yeah. games. Yeah, it was yeah. all emulated games. And like, and like that's cool, right? Like everybody likes the old Nintendo games. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. again, 
people need to play some other things. And if one of the, you know, everybody buys a Nintendo console now, you know, knowing that they're only going to be playing Nintendo games. But right. again, this opens, you know, what you were saying, this opens that up. So I hope it, I hope more people start buying the, uh, the Nintendo consoles, especially if the Switch works out with the Indies. Yeah. True, true. So, um, next up, which is a category that I was a bit, I don't want to say iffy, like to talk about, but like it's gotten to the point in this, this gaming ever where I just don't care anymore. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Battle Royales. Um, the, as far as the year, as far as, you know, my knowledge, cause I'm going to skip like PUBG. I won't go, I won't get into the origin of it, but like Call of Duty dropped theirs blackout, you know, it was nice. I liked it. I played it. Um, I, you know, I stand by it. Uh, apex came out fire. Like, you know, the game is nice, free to play. It's a, it's from the Titanfall universe. So if that was a game you liked, you know, it was, it was cool. They added, they added a lot of groundbreaking features that on hand seems so simple. You think why other people didn't do it. The ping, the pinging system, the revive amazing features. Um, and at that moment of battle royales, me personally, I was, I was over it. I was like, all right, I got Fortnite, I got PUBG, I got, um, blackout and I got, uh, apex and you know, two, two out of four of those games I barely even play. And you know, Listen, I feel you gotta like get this warning out of the way first. This segment, you're either gonna really hate us or really love us. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass. <laughs> um, and then, and then you know, by no means am I like garbage. Like I've gotten wins in all of these battle royales. And what I mean by all, just to put it out there, I'm talking about the big ones: the Fortnite, the PUBGs. Mm-hmm. the blackout the apex i've got wins in all of them i've you know i've had my share of uh, clutch moments and stuff like that but i'm getting tired of it i mean like I'm, I'm i'm really getting tired of it and then and then you know here comes battlefield scrolling in with the with a battle royale and that just yeah. like it looks beautiful i'm not really gonna sit here and like shit on the game because it looks great they what they added is amazing i love how to fire i love like when the circle's closing and the fire comes in, how it demolishes the environment. Amazing. The gunplay I've always liked in, in Battlefield. My thing is, it's like, it's too much, man. Like, I get that these games want to have their own kind of battle royale. And it's good It's good to see it because, you know, when Fortnite was popping or even when H1Z was popping, it was good to think like, oh, what if COD had their Battlefield? What if Battle Royale? What if, like, you know, see, Battlefield? See, like... um everybody knows that like having a game or having competition makes the industry try a little harder right so we saw that like you know we had these games you know like you said like h1z1 you know it was fun it was great at the time but then PUBG did it better and then you know fortnite did it better and then you know apex did it fantastic right yeah but it is way too fucking much and this is another thing in gaming that absolutely annoys the hell out of me because it's been happening for a long time right like medal of honor gets popular back in like 2001 Okay. Team eventually splits off. You know, we have all these generic companies making first person shooter. Uh, half the Medal of Honor team or whatever, a couple people, I don't remember exactly the numbers, split off. They make Call of Duty. Call of Duty fucking pops. Everybody knows that. 
And then we have even more generic FPS games coming out, right? And they're all mimicking old World Wars um, and things like that. Then we move into the modern era. We're popping off with hundreds of, of modern warfare clones. Okay. And then we step into the future. We have all these companies moving into the future again. And like, you know, all together at the same time, all these companies are moving. And then MOBAs, MOBAs fucking blow up. Everybody's trying to make oh, a MOBA. Yeah. There's yeah. a League of Legends comes out, you know, Dota 2, um, Lord of the Rings tried to make Bane a MOBA. Glory. We have, <laughs> uh, glory. We have the Blizzard. Might, I forgot the Blizzard. Might, uh, Paragon. Hot, Paragon yeah, all storm. these MOBAs <laughs> happen with that, right? And then it's the Battle Royales, dude. And it, the reason why with the battle royales it's so much fucking worse because you know with the mobas it was it was still you know it was you saw it everywhere you saw new mobas generic ones everything popping up all over the place but the reason why with battle royales that it's so much more annoying is because it's been so success successful that all these franchises that people already loved are being taken over by like this greed for the success of battle royale games so like yeah, I mean, it feels awesome do i want to play am i gonna buy battlefield to play battle royale fucking no <laughs> not. i bought call of duty did i this past year did i buy it to play the battle royale no fucking hell no i did not i bought it to play call of duty right and it's like the same thing and you have it keep being thrown into all these games man and it I mean, is just so annoying it's, and it's, Vulture, it's before you before you start there's definitely one thing i want to mention before we uh before vulture gets into it i um i don't one thing that kind of drove me to the not caring is uh the games implementing their battle passes with wh oh, when it got yeah. to when it got yeah. to call of duty um that's where i kind of like i was falling off big time because I was still kind of playing Fortnite, kind of. Like, I completely dropped Fortnite when Call of Duty came out. But even then, I had um, I had my season. I had my battle pass there. I had um, I was, like, trying hard on, on Call of Duty. And then Apex came out. And then its um, battle pass dropped. And that was, like, I felt like I lost my money with Fortnite because I just stopped playing that. And I had the battle pass. And then no, I feel exactly like on Call of Duty, I'm not catching up because the, the season's almost over. And you know I'm not doing so good on, on Blackout, and and then I also have Apex here because Apex Battle Pass came out, and I gotta get on that. And I just the race is is destroying me. Well, See, this comes down to well, go ahead, Vulture. Yeah. No, I was gonna say the, the thing is, is like businesses want to do what's gonna make them the most money, and they see that this is being successful, so they're definitely going to try to throw out as many of these battle royales as possible so that they can make all this money and they're going to add on to it in ways where they can still continue to make money. the yep. thing about them that's also allowing them to continue to go on is unlike with mobas battle royales are super simple like when you consider their concept they're actually fairly simple it's like you drop it, in like, you kill everybody else exactly and so when you see the different battle royales all they have to do is take like a fairly new concept because you know battle royales they're fairly new compared to most other kinds of games because you know they came along they don't work without online and online gaming really popped off like the last couple of gens it's not as old as like final fantasy or mario or anything like that so it's like a brand new market and they if they want to make a new game they can just add on their own little touch like apex with the three teams and one person controls where you drop or Fortnite with the building or PUBG with you know, some of the yeah. Right. 
um, it's really easy to like exploit and take advantage of. It's not like they're trying to remake Mario or a, remake a fighting game, you know? It's really easy for them to exploit. So that's why we're seeing so many of them. I think this is gonna kind of fall off eventually, but I think real I quick- I can feel too, it, I can feel it. It will, it will. But I think another thing too is that maybe this is just my imagination but especially as twitch has grown i feel like there's a increase in people who don't play variety games like there's an increase in a lot of people who play like a handful of popular games and so like i could you, talk about that yeah i was about to say that so i could talk about that for so long it's yeah. crazy oh yeah i could too i mean I've, I've had this conversation in chosen stream before, yeah we've like, had yeah definitely I feel like there's just a lot of people who aren't into as much variety gaming and they're playing a lot more like popular games and it's almost like mobile gaming in a way where like you know people who play mobile games they just download a couple of games and yeah. they play those games all of the time and this is like a more advanced version of mobile gaming and especially if they're going to keep adding things like the battle pass or they add little mechanics to the game like Fortnite added you know Fortnite adds gadgets here and there they might enhance the, the building system or whatnot if they can just keep doing little things like that then it'll in keep people People invested just long enough to keep playing the game and they don't have to go play anything else oh lord man the fucking i've you know i've had the conversation and i'm sure you've been around for a few of them daniel but like there's been times it's oh, gone into like midnight oh my god i said fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know what you meant That's what yeah, I, I, know. <laughs> I was just playing division with them <laughs> but uh we um you know i've had the conversation so many times where i've like ranted about how you know everybody is doing like on twitch mixer youtube everything everybody's doing the same fucking thing man and yeah. like i can go obviously like don't get me wrong like you know you can comment and i would i would tell other people the same thing like scroll down click other games watch other people you know whatever it's true but none of those people are you know or most of those people aren't doing very well like in comparison to yeah. Yeah. Especially like the last two years when like streaming and whatnot like really blew up. Cause I remember like maybe three or four years ago, like I remember 2015, early 2016, that was probably like the last year where I seen like variety gaming and people who weren't playing League of Legends, Overwatch. Yeah. And see, I think it just has to do with, you know, like what's trending, you know, gaming over the past two or three years. And, you know, it's been growing linearly over the past you know decade and a half yeah but like over the past two three years it's exponentially increased like the amount of players that we have so much just off of trending video games that i think that's what's happened you know you have like millions of people going on twitch every day just to watch you know PUBG or fortnite and it's just because that's the trending thing that got people to finally try video games you know what i mean so yeah. it sucks i think there's something that needs to happen to to get people to branch off and start playing other games but just because of the nature of social media and stuff i think from now on we're always going to have that pool at the top of people that are mostly all playing the same like three or four games yeah plus i like, agree the thing with gaming too is like a lot of people who started off just playing games for fun like a lot of those people are like freaking celebrities now like it's actually insane. <laughs> yeah. Like look at people like um, PewDiePie, for example, like he started off with gaming and now look at him. Does he even still play games? Like, <laughs> or like Sniper Wolf, you know, and she's somebody who started off playing oh, games and well, now she doesn't even 
really play games well, like that anymore. She stopped playing a lot of games because Sniper Wolf got exposed because it ended up being all of her boyfriends. So that's why she stopped playing. I know where you, what you're saying though. Yeah, I know yeah. What you're saying. But, but that, that's basically what I'm saying is like people, you know, a lot of these people who are known for being good at games, like they've learned that. I, I think as we've gone into this era where less and less people are watching TV, because even if you look up the numbers, like the percentage of people who have dropped like the cable subscriptions has gone up, and a lot more people are watching YouTube and Twitch and whatnot. People want more and more entertaining content. And so content creators have to find a way to keep up. And as a result, they've gone more to, I guess their content isn't like as, as um variety. it doesn't have as much variety in it in, as it used to um because i don't know when you look at these things like irl streams and like when people vlog not that i'm like crapping on that but i'm just saying like people are spending so much time like watching content creators now that now they're like interested in watching their life they're like investing time into like their actual life. It's like, yeah, I like that you play video games, but now that I'm like investing more time into you, I want to know more about you. Than like just... they want to watch them go to McDonald's and see how yeah. they handle ordering food. <laughs> like they 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 want to live by they want to live vicariously through their life, basically. And I see this a lot, especially in like that like that twenty one years and under range. I see that a lot in particular with them. Like they want to live vicariously through these people because they don't have like, I, I'm just going to say they don't have like their own life, but I'm not saying that in the sense of like, oh, you're a loser. You don't do anything with your life. No, like they don't, they're just not like, like they don't have a job or like a house or anything like that or a family or anything like that. Like they don't have those types of responsibilities in life yet. So a lot of their time is spent just, they have a lot of free time in their life. So they can use that free time to watch these people. Yeah. And so, yeah. I don't know how we got off this far onto it, but it's <laughs> right, right. we're going to get back on track. We're going to get back on track. <laughs> but that, that has been something like I wanted to express for like a long time is that I've noticed where content is going as far as gaming yeah. and whatnot. And see, that's actually why I stopped doing IRLs because actually my most popular time. Ooh, in, that shit was so far, fun. So, yeah, but it was, the, it was the, hell. the most popular time I've had in streaming so far. And you know, actually, you guys know I've been streaming on Twitch as an affiliate since September. Right. I mm -hmm. still have double the followers on Mixer. And it was all because, you know, I was IRL streaming a lot. Um, and it got fucking weird, man. <laughs> and like, yeah, you know, yeah. it. And it was annoying because, like, even, you know, people who, you know, tend to know me from Discord and stuff, you know, just, like, viewers that would come in, like, regularly, it got weird. I'd be like, all right, guys, like, I'm, I'm going to end my stream. I'm going to go ahead and, like, I don't know, like, run to Aldi. I need to get some groceries. Or, like, I'm going to run to the corner store and get some drinks, you know. And they'd be like, they'd be like keep streaming. Like, bring your phone. Keep streaming. And I'm like, <laughs> why bro <laughs> no like, yeah. i went out to the to the bar the one night because people convinced me to take my phone i was like all right guys i'm going out for drinks with sean and parker i'll talk to you tomorrow bring your phone bring your phone we want to watch you know why bro why do you want to watch and like sometimes some funny shit happened but like why why do it why does it need to be logged you know what i mean why does everybody need to see it you know what i mean mm -hmm. like it's just it's weird irl streaming is weird and it makes people obsessed and there's streamers who get fucking like her, <laughs> her and stomp and her ass I, I hate that honestly. because like, of yeah, yeah I do too yeah. it's, it's like I, I get the fun of it but like when people do take it to that point like that's where it kind of like 
and like oh it's it just like hurts yeah it's like it's like damn bro like i get that the and person you know doing I, this is genuine but you have that just one person though and i think about just... it all the time dude we're like mm -hmm. if i was successful in streaming i would never want to be too big because i know for a fact that like you know you get big enough you're gonna have weird fucking people like that and i don't want to be exposed to any of that well I, I told chosen this one time you could always end up being somebody like shroud like when you look at shroud for example he's a big streamer like a lot of people know him but you don't see him always in like constant controversy as yeah. far as i know he's not because he just like, doesn't say nothing he just plays his games <laughs> yeah. before yeah. we before That's we I said, uh... like i don't think you could get like I don't think getting big means that like oh now your life is exposed i think some, right. some of those content creators kind of bring that on themselves because they are willing to show like all of these parts of their life yeah. and right. then like they don't set the boundary for what is okay so then when people want to know more personal things about them they're all like ew that like that's my life why are you yeah, asking yeah, all these yeah. questions it's like not that you deserve this but you also didn't set any kind of boundary like you right, opened right, yourself right. up to this yeah all right, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, we're done. I'm done too. I'm done. <laughs> All right, we'll so um, yeah. that'll be that'll be a, be a little bit more thorough on that in like another episode because that's definitely something uh, as streamers and people who are in streams talk a lot. That that is something that uh, it'd be good to put on the podcast. I feel, but let's yeah. go into like this little little small uh, little small announcement. You know, not maybe small for y'all, but big for me. We got Halo coming to PC. I um, <laughs> that man when they announced that, I think I was at like work when I heard it. I, I think and then, you all need to understand how important Halo is. To that's me. what I'm saying. Like I, I grew up like playing shooters and whatnot, but my mom hated it when I played shooters. So most of the time, I could only play them when I went to my uncle's house or when I went to my friend's house. And I didn't start off with the Xbox. Um, I had a 360, but I got one like way after it came out. And so me like spending hours and hours at my friend's house, like a couple days out of the week, we like we would play Halo. Like that was like one of my like serious shooting game, like FPS yeah. game experiences. I like, think that's, that's when I learned to take them seriously months, and get good. Like, like yeah. I said, I played them too when I was younger, like at my uncle's house because he always played them. But I didn't like get good until I started playing Halo. Yeah. That's the same for me, man. And it's probably the same for Chosen too. And I think it's just. Like, you know, I have a friend, uh, my friend Todd, he uh, he works for Fat Mojo, which is a video game merchandising company. Um, but back when we were kids, his parents didn't want him playing video games uh, all the time, which is ironic because his dad is now the co-owner of Fat Mojo <laughs> and uh, or the president or some shit like that. And he used to, you know, come down to my house because, you know, my dad, you guys probably know, but I don't, like my dad plays a lot of games, too. Yeah. So he would come down to my house, dude, and he would just stay down here, him and his brother, for fucking days. And we would just we would just play Halo for days and days and days. And you go back up and check in with his parents like, yeah, 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 I'm good. You know, yeah, we'll eat dinner, you know, whatever. <laughs> come back down, play some more Halo for yeah, years. I, man. I just, I just like, missed that. The, and um, it's i'm so i was so happy when they announced it it's gonna it's good it's good time to do it but they should have done it years ago oh yeah like this yes, this yes. should have been done for a long time yeah it's the um just to clarify too it's the uh it's the master chief collection it's, it's coming to uh steam master yep. chief collection is gonna well now they're introducing halo reach to it yeah halo reach, reach is gonna be on it yeah i don't know they said that it's it's gonna come in increments. I think uh, I could be wrong, but 
um releasing like a couple games at a time yeah or? but we're gonna okay. get um halo the first halo halo 2 halo 3 odst oh halo 3 odst the campaign not the multiplayer yep. and uh halo 4 and then you know halo reach but like i said it's probably gonna be increments and halo reach may be the last because it was the last well and halo to... 4 was on the master chief collection it was oh, it was yeah yeah um but we all know the important one halo 3 you know everyone jump into <laughs> now you're gonna jump into that that I, everybody's man, gonna jump into halo 3 i will oh say though God, i can't wait. i will say though like reach as far as matchmaking like okay halo 3 you know it's, it's fucking awesome and it was great but it's great for some different reasons right like the custom games the nostalgia all that shit it was simple it was fantastic fantastic play as far as a matchmaking multiplayer like competitive game reach was the best oh, as far yeah, as reach that was goes, amazing bro as as far as like just matchmaking a matchmaking shooter reach was fucking amazing and i bet you that the reach multiplayer is gonna get big once it comes out on pc I'm actually sad because Reach is the only one I didn't spend a lot of time on. Bruh, Reach when was that drops, bro. Honestly, even with your Xbox now, bro. If to, oh my god, we like we need to get this shit. Like I, I need to get it on Xbox, like because Reach, like Reach is huge, bro. Like that, that game was so great. Oh my god, like just thinking about amazing, it when I first dude. picked up the game and, and, and the campaign and the multiplayer. Yeah, and I think a lot of people forget about Reach because they just think Halo 3, but if you mention it to them and you start talking about it, they'll remember. You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely, definitely. Yeah, 3 was the one I had the absolute most amount of time on. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like with me Two too, three. definitely. Yeah, I spent thousands of hours playing Halo 3. What a good fucking game, man. Yeah. Man. And then... um it's one of the best shooters. I, I put Halo above COD, in my opinion. And I have... Oh, I yeah. Chosen. I think I showed you. I had, like, 10 days played of Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's days. no... That's um, weak, bro. Yeah. And you know that the time only counts for when you're in the game, so... Yeah, yeah. That's... That's yeah. it is. That's it is bro, crazy. I think on ESO now, I have, like, 120 days played. Or some shit like that. Sheesh. Anyway, that's another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't think yeah, we. One thing that sucks though, we don't have a release date on the PC version. Um, yeah, Halo Five yeah. isn't coming to PC. <laughs> that's one thing. Um, not not too much of a deal breaker for me. I have it on Xbox, and I do love playing. I do love playing Halo, which reminds me, I feel like that's something I should like buy. I should get Master Chief Collection because I like the fact that Halo Reach is coming to it. I, I feel like that's something I need to like play and stream. Uh, Halo 5 isn't going to be on PC? It isn't, no, because it's not part of... They're okay. releasing Master Chief Collection and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. And then, um, you know... I'm sure if they're going to do this and it's popular, I'm sure, they're po I'm sure they'll port Halo 5 eventually because they already have Halo 5 Forge on the Windows Store. I you I had Halo 5 on Xbox One. Um, That's not, like, one of my favorite Halo games by any means. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I, mean, I like good. it. It's I, good, though. Yeah. Like, it's I'm not too hurt by it not being there. Yeah. It's good, but I don't think people could. People want to play Halo Three. That's what it is. Yeah, definitely. Two and three for me. Yeah, it's going to be two, three, and Reach. That's what's. Those are the three mm -hmm. games on that mm -hmm. thing that everybody's going to be playing. Yeah, definitely. I'm. I'm hyped. Um. Then what else? Um. The uh, it's going to have you know obviously since it's on PC, it's going to have mouse and keyboard support. But I feel like I need to mention that because they're 
I feel like there could have been a chance that that would have been overlooked if they didn't yeah. mention it. Um, the PC mod, the PC mod, the PC version isn't going to have mods on release, but it is something the devs are thinking about because adding mods to it will make that game last. Like, oh forever. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That would be that would be amazing. Um, I mean, people even still play Combat Evolved with mods. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like when I get on Warthogs and shit. Yeah, like even when I get on Xbox, because I have you know playing Halo Five, or even like Halo, um, Halo uh, Three. Like I'm always getting into matches. Like that's it's no it's it's no problem. But, By the way, Soccer Warthogs is the original Rocket League. So. <laughs> oh yo, true. Oh my god. What was that game mode that was um, like, what, what was it? I think it was a small arena. Everyone had a fucking like a hammer and you had oh, to hit a ball. What was like Griff ball. Griff ball. Oh, yeah, bro. Ball. That should be on that for hours with my friends. Hours. Like that shit was so much fun. Fucking and then, yeah, and I love SWAT. Um, infected. Like infected now. Oh, I still play to, to this day. Me and my friends used to have a, a game battles team for SWAT. We used to play competitive SWAT in Halo Yo, that 3. Shit is so... Those were the days, man. Shit is so great. And I need to like, and I'm on, and like us talking about this now, I'm like, why don't I just play this on Xbox? Like there's still a lot of people on these games oh, yeah. and I, I'm about to pick up fucking Master Chief Collection. Like this, that's it. <laughs> Do it, man. Pick people that shit up tomorrow. Playing, Might as well. People <laughs> yeah. are still playing it, man. You know, people people say all the time, like you know, they'll they'll put messages up on Twitter, or whatever, like, "Oh man, I miss playing Halo 3. He's like, "Go play Halo Three, man!" Yeah. <laughs> like, people are still playing it, <laughs> big time, big time. But I can't wait for for Halo to hit uh, PC. That is something that uh, will be bought. Um, now, now, this <laughs> this is something right. that like I really haven't I really haven't educated myself, so I'm gonna have our co-host share the info with me. Cause I, I, feel I, like I didn't we do it so much today already, <laughs> man. But you know oh, we're gonna man. we're gonna clean it up. This is no worries. It's the first podcast, first podcast. But what I want to talk about is this Google Stadia Stadia. You know, Stadia Stadia. Stadia. It's um. It's yeah. a I was. Uh, it looked cool when I announced it. They had their. Ugh. They had their. You know, they're letting you know it's a streaming service. They haven't talked about prices, but they're they're pushing that you can kind of play it anywhere like with your google de- your current google devices like your chromecast and and, and you know stuff I, like that I, I have to say this ahead of time if i sound like i'm down in this it's only because a lot of the articles that i've been reading have been like really talking this up and i don't I, I feel like it's good but it's not gonna be as good as some people have talked about to me yeah it has um i figure, I figure. Fuck it. it has Here's uh Here's the thing, dude. So everybody, like, I'm assuming that listens to the podcast or that's going to listen to the podcast knows about the Stadia, right? Mm. So the thing is, dude, video game streaming in general is a concept. Um, first of all, Google's, they're like putting it off and advertising it like they're the first people to do this. Okay. Game streaming has been around for a fucking minute. I'm pretty yeah. sure Apple does it. Yeah. Origin does it. Nvidia, Fucking Nvidia does it. Uh, Steam does it. Yes. Um, Rain, what is it? Rainway app. Oh yeah, Rainway. Rainway, yeah. Rainway has been doing exactly what the Stadia says that it is. The only difference 
is that with the stadia and this is see okay i already i don't like google Okay, oh, yeah, everybody no, already yeah. knows yeah, I, don't like I, Google, I don't like Google, so I do have a natural bias towards this. Well, but I... the thing about the device itself, or not the device, but the the concept itself, is that with Stadia, you're renting a game library, right? Yeah, it, it's games as a service, and right? I but already with... have my own like. <laughs> you already have your own fucking games, and like, here's the thing: like, if you if you're really interested, like, say you have a shitty laptop. With ESO, I was I was recommending Claire to this because Claire she plays ESO on a fucking shitty laptop. Yeah. And I said, Claire, if you can afford it, because it's a subscription, you know, go get Rainway. It's like fifteen, fourteen, fifteen dollars a month, and you can just stream ESO to your computer, and that way you can play it, you know, with the frame rates that you want, yeah. and it's not going to look like shit, right? But game streaming in general, besides me just fucking hating Google and certain things that Stadia is doing, it requires a Amazing very powerful internet, internet connection. Yeah. It requires yeah. probably hardwiring, so you're not fucking getting lag spikes from packet loss. And it requires that you don't have a bandwidth cap. Right. Which uh, more areas than I thought have that. I didn't realize like how blessed I was in that area not have yep. bandwidth cap. I still have a bandwidth cap. The only difference is that now, after enough complaints, um, we're up to a thousand uh, gigabytes. So, you know, we have a terabyte cap, which we hit almost every month. Hmm. And it's a terabyte. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a couple years ago, I could not stream. My streaming career got started like three years fucking late because I that. couldn't yeah. stream because I had a 200 gigabyte network cap. In 2015, I had a 200 gigabyte network. Wow. So I know 150 fucking percent that a majority of the country geographically probably still has bandwidth caps and their internet fucking sucks. Yeah, they have, um, they recommend 25 megabytes. Um, they, it's going to be a game where you want and when you want. It's going to be across uh, select phones, tablets, laptop, desktops. Um, you know, they're probably like Google Chromecast. I feel like I've seen that somewhere. They're also mentioning uh, fluidity. I said that word, right? Meaning right. going from like YouTube or apps within whatever device you have to gaming, kind of like instant. Um, play instantly. They've, they're showing like no downloads, no updates. You know, you kind of just go into the game. Yeah. Support yeah. up to, um, I might be wrong about this. If anyone has like, has it up. I think it's the higher, they were supporting 8k and 144 uh frames or 240 frames like or something like that that's... i thought i saw up to, i thought i saw 4k i don't think i saw 8k i feel but like I, I could be wrong yeah. though what i want to say about this is that like schools was right about this being a concept um I, I don't really see this being like all that successful mostly because for the reasons he already said like you have to have good internet for this first of all Second of all, gamers reject the idea of games as a service, and for yeah. good reason, because you can't own games. Like, why be like Netflix of gaming? That's that's kind of yeah. ridiculous to me. Mostly because games are different from movies, and I feel first of all, I feel like the you watch a movie once or twice. You know what I mean? Like you don't. Yeah, that's there. what I was gonna say. But I feel like. What I was also going to say was I feel like the tech community has played this up more so than the gaming community because though the tech community and the gaming community are similar, the tech they just still have like their 
their differences and i feel like the tech community is more hype about this than just the gaming community and mm -hmm. they're the ones who are playing this up more than anything um to google's credit they said this isn't really like the the end goal and they're not really trying to change how gaming is done so much as they're trying to just kind of provide options it's been more so articles talking this up but yeah. I, I do have to say that like there's a lot of flaws in this you have to have really good internet you have to have a decent computer as well to One thing, play these games yeah. plus plus what i was gonna say is that like as i was saying with the games as a service you don't own the games like people want to own games people want to play their games over and over again what was the big thing with xbox one when it first came out is that it was going to be online all the time and people hate it. and that's why they lost millions of sales in the beginning because people were like fuck that like no exactly. it doesn't matter it doesn't even matter like if you plan on being connected all the time you're not going to support it fuck that exactly and see the problem is because i can't remember what was the guy's name who said well if you can't be online all the time that was one of the yeah, i forgot who it was but yeah i remember that review i mean that interview he was saying that if you can't be online all the time um just you yeah, know that's that why they have the 360 that was such not a everybody bad, lives yeah. in fucking seattle like <laughs> Because it's like, what happens when the servers go down? You can't play your games. What happens when your internet isn't up? You can't play your games. So it's like, there's too many flaws in that. And that's why I hate when the tech community and tech companies try to get involved in gaming. Because half the time, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Or it doesn't blow up as big as they think it's going to. Yeah. But uh, on a positive note on it, I, I definitely do feel like it's a, it's a cool, it's, it's a, it's a cool thing. Um, the competition is nice besides a lot of the issues i i feel like um it will be interesting to see how far it goes yeah but, i mean i support the idea it's just not i don't think it's functional yet yeah and then, um there's a lot of I don't uh, support this idea of it's gonna replace gaming as we know oh it. no not yeah. at all yeah. not at all none of that <laughs> there's um one thing that's really that's really interesting too is uh i, I what i'm about to mention is I don't want this to completely sidetrack because I'm about to get I'm about to ramble on a little bit about something different um, with uh, mobile 5G mobile 5G is something that's on the rising it's, it's supposed to be here within like a year or two you know I could be wrong yeah. about that but it's, yeah, it's companies like AT&T and, and, and Verizon are are, um, are pushing you know are pushing it out phones now like the Galaxy the Galaxy S10 they're releasing 5G models uh, some phones have like 5g mods with like the motorola to be most specific and mm -hmm. um those download speeds based off of like analysts or like the views and stuff that i see those speeds are going to be well over 25 megabytes per second which is going to be amazing so with yeah. that being said to have that kind of speed on like a lte tablet or, or like a the the note 9 if it comes out with a 5g model and to like add a controller to it and play borderlands 3 on your phone you know this all the this is all theoretical yeah. that to me is, is cool like if i can pull out like a, a gaming controller that i could slap my phone onto and you know since i have 5g i don't have to worry about nothing but my battery and play some borderlands right. 3 with schooms like that'd be that idea is amazing super far-fetched though super far-fetched but that yeah, idea is great because internet's just not really stable like that. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. yeah, it is going to be unstable, which, you know, 
we, we definitely see we're gonna see that issue input lag is gonna be super huge which we are already i've already like read and seen reviews of people talking about them testing it out when they announced it and the latency was just atrocious like they're playing doom 3 and like you press the shoot and then two seconds later it would go through or maybe like a second and a half but yeah, when you're playing fast-paced like games <laughs> if you're playing a fast game that's not acceptable but if you're playing like a hearthstone or you know something a little slower See, but here's the thing though dude do you want to pay 15 dollars a month to stream fucking hearthstone to your we don't even know true no, we dude, don't even know I the don't. prices either so if it was yeah, steep just, i would yeah. no, no no i agree I, I agree what you're saying because if the price ends up being like 20 dollars a month that that comes to the that comes to the point where it's like bro with with having all platforms and 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 all these subscriptions netflix you know origin access uh humble bundle like stuff like that all these games and it's like bro this has to really benefit me for to spend etc amount of dollars to stream these games and like you guys i just you need to let me know why i'm not gonna get up and get on my pc and play the same game and you better have <laughs> internet <laughs> Yeah, you better be And then a lot of these devices line. too, like if they're saying you can use your because I I think I talked about this with Vulture too cuz you can use like apparently I could be wrong but I think you can use your Chromecast or your 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 Google products that they have out now. Yeah, if and those run off of Wi-Fi. Yeah, so those <laughs> run off of Wi-Fi. So if they do release a hardware that that you know, it's going to be like the Google you know Stadia, Stadia, fuck that name. <laughs> like, <laughs> if they're gonna release a hardware that supports that, how much is the hardware gonna cost? Is the monthly subscription gonna be like acceptable? Like, it's gonna be Netflix prices, and and it's funny because I listened to, I listened to a podcast where they were talking about this, and uh, they kind of they kind of said something that I agree with. I feel like as a whole, gamers aren't really gonna care about this that much. No, yeah, it's, it's a lot of yeah. Do when you're like know. a hardcore gamer, when you're a hardcore gamer, like you put all this money into like, into like, you know, your PC setup, you know, you have like your Xbox, your PS4 with like your nice, your nice TV and everything. Like, mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, like you really just want to stick with that stuff. I mean, here's like, the thing. Like, I think they're, I think they're trying to reach people who don't have devices powerful enough to play games. Yeah. But I was here's mention the thing, that. man. Yeah. Here's the thing though, dude. Like if somebody can't, for example, okay. It, if somebody can't afford to buy an Xbox, right? Are they really going to be able to afford to pay a subscription for a game service every month? Chances are no, they're not going. Exactly. Same with the computer. You know what I mean? Like, I if I was struggling and I knew I couldn't buy a console, and I can say this because me and my family have been broke as fuck, Same. so I'm allowed to say this. <laughs> I'm not a rich guy making fucking assumptions. If I knew I was struggling and I couldn't buy a console, there's absolutely no fucking way I would put aside, you know, whatever the subscription, 10, 15, 20 dollars every month to play video games. Especially because you know I, mean? I would I would buy a fucking GameCube or a PS2 from somebody for five dollars and I would play that. You know what I mean? Like especially because one thing that people don't realize in this age where we have like subscriptions everywhere and you can't buy anything outright, those subscription costs like add up. Yeah. And you they end up do. spending a lot more money over time. It's, it's like, almost to the point where it would have almost been cheaper just to buy something outright instead of just have the subscription to it. Exactly. 
because like the idea behind it is is oh you can most of the time you can just cancel it and then when, when you're not using it and then uh restart your subscription when you want to use that product again whatever it is but most of the time people don't end up doing that a lot of time you even forget that like the money is coming out of your out of your bank account because you have it set up as an automatic payment yeah so it happened, like, happened to me uh last week i was i was, was kind of yeah, my xbox game pass just got pulled out dude and i totally forgot about it and you know that on top of my eso sub that's fucking thirty dollars bro and, uh, like, i am um, that's not a lot for some people but that just, shit happened to me no no, no yeah. I'm, I'm there with you i think i had um it was humble bundle i had um my credit card on the three month because i was doing it for um I wasn't doing the monthly, I was doing the three month. And I had it for just one month because they gave me like a deal. Um, it was like three months for like the price of one. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, so I added my credit card. And just recently I had paid off my credit card. And then out of nowhere, I get hit with like the $40 charge. I'm like, no, like, fuck. Yeah, that I happened totally with my forgot Prime. about it. <laughs> yeah, Prime yeah, 2, I, I have to like, I'm, I'm probably going to like end that too. Like the subscriptions are getting hefty and and when i look at these subscription prices they are they are okay like humble bundle if, i if it, that's the only one that you're using exactly I, exactly yeah. like, but when i add in everything else i have like my subscription cost bumps up to the 70s like with with the with hulu netflix um right, right. i had like origin access amazon prime the monthly humble bundle like it, it does get steep and and even like twitch subs too like i'm sub to you but i use my prime sub on you and then i'm sub to uh i'm sub to trey and i'm sub to this chick pistol so that's three subscriptions that's 15 dollars. and then i have my eso sub which Don't is even get me started on those i completely yeah. cut those out for like a couple of months just yeah, because like, like i was trying to save money at one point but Oh boy, like all of those start to add up. Plus I had like my Nintendo online subscription because I forgot to pay yeah. for the whole year at the time. And so I had that coming out. I had my PlayStation. Thing the thing with my... subscriptions, dude, is that companies depend on you to forget about them. Oh, yes. Right? <laughs> so once you have more than a couple that fuck that, dude, it's just it's too much money. And people hate not owning their shit in the first place. Yeah. So it's 100%. I don't know. I think eventually we'll get to a point where game streaming is cool and will maybe be useful for a lot of people, but right now it's just not going to happen. All right. Like I said, games as a service, the gaming community doesn't want that. Like I said, I know the tech community because they're the ones really talking this up. They tend to be the ones who think this is cool because, you know, the tech behind it is cool. I've been a part of the tech community. I follow podcasts for years, YouTube videos. I've that's basically and it's not like in with the tech community you have both ends too like you have the people who do think it's really fucking cool but then you have the other people that are like this is not that fucking cool guys like (laughs) Like, Like, yeah exactly as a gamer like you think about like all of the reasons why you don't want this and i feel like they just outweigh the reasons why you would (laughs) definitely i just I don't know. Unless Google pulls like a rabbit out of a hat, I don't see this being like incredible, especially when it first comes out, whenever that is. I don't like rabbits. Just had to hit him with that. Huh? <laughs> you know, listen, there might not be a second installment of this podcast. <laughs> I, the host Vulture and my co-host Scooms, we're chosen. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, never speak that name again man I'm, I'm lost for words because like google stadia stadia is like i'm looking at it and i'm like ah i don't care 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool, man. It's, like I said, it's cool. Whatever. No, it's not. I fucking hate Google. It's not that cool. Other companies are already doing it. If you're listening, you want to get a fucking streaming service for your games for whatever reason, go ahead and get Rainway because at least you own your fucking games. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, I mean, I, am... I don't really, I don't really think that Google's like, I don't think they're doing anything groundbreaking here. I don't think that they're changing the way gaming is happening. People are still going to play on consoles. They're still going to play on PCs. Mm-hmm. You know, and the people who didn't have, like, the way of... Like, the people who don't have the money for PCs or consoles, they're just going to keep doing what they, whatever it is that they've been doing. Yep. I don't, and even the people that, that don't... I feel like the people that do want that stuff but just don't have the money, I feel like those people are a really small... Um, community like i feel like there's not enough of them to justify the price and here, of yeah and here's the thing too dude like when you're if you're broke and you can't afford to play your like video games how you want to play them dude you're not going to want to rent some shit anyway because everybody knows mm-hmm. well if you've been broke before dude you know that there's nothing more fucking satisfying than finally being able to buy what you wanted mm-hmm. right so like if you finally get your fucking xbox that's awesome you have it now you know what i mean you're not going to get that from pe- from people buying a subscription. You know what I mean? But Nobody's you, working their ass off to go and buy fucking Netflix. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. but but even then, like, I feel like a lot of people who can't afford the better stuff. I feel like a fair amount of them just play like Eek and Dota on PC. So like, yeah, just, dude, uh, don't care enough about the other stuff. Anyway. Fuck RuneScape, League of Legends, yeah, like RuneScape all boys. that kind of stuff. Man. <laughs> like World of Warcraft, everything that's easy. There's plenty of games out there that people can still play that are still populated for people that don't have powerful systems. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to have a powerful system to play a lot of different games. I mean, there's like all types of videos on YouTube about how to build like a $400 PC. Um, yeah, just to help you get somewhere. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, I love you. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's uh, that would be the end of the podcast, definitely this time. I just, I just feel like uh, we needed to add a little uh, two cents to the snippets. end of that. Yeah, little snippets yeah. to to that Google because that's gonna be it's gonna be big whether we like it or not it's definitely gonna be something that is gonna either get a lot of traction or not but you know that'd be for like another time uh this is the end of the podcast i want to thank everybody who is listening um we will be um we won't know how frequent the podcast will be that will probably be something i'll mention in the second podcast because a week or two from now (laughs) you imagine (laughs) a week from now i will get my confirmation on things in my life that can kind of now let you know let me know what you know with my co-host to see how things will be going but we do plan on this being a bi-weekly thing maybe a three-week thing a tri-weekly if that's even a word but you know until then it's a monthly thing but like i said depending on how things go this next week I'm going to announce, you know, the second pack, the second podcast that this will be a bi-weekly thing. Um, also, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to follow us, we have our Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash few chosen gamers or one word, few chosen gamers. Um, if you want to follow me on my bad chosen, uh, school and you know, y'all social plugs. Yep. Twitch and uh, Twitch and Twitter, Cyber Skuma, easy to follow. Listen, I'm not at 
big time superstar like these two. So I only have my Twitter for right now. Yeah, but, you know, I repost people's memes and things like that. If you want to follow Vulture, I'm probably going to put his Twitter in the bio because his, you know, man, his Twitter is just like, when I be trying to look at Vulture, I'd be like, is it with a U? Is it with a, you know, Vulture? Listen, there's, there's <laughs> only so many, there's a character limit for Twitter, right? Nah, if I right, could put right. everything, it would have been all right. We would have been all right. Like, we wouldn't have this problem, but <laughs> I did what I could do. But yes, um, blame the American the lettering system. <laughs> the uh, um, Scoom, Cyber Scooms, and me are streamers. That is something that uh, we do. <laughs> we do every other day. Um, you can follow them at twitch.tv chest, Cyber Schoomer, all one word. Uh, cyber, as in Cyber Mech, Schoomer, as in Dad. Uh, <laughs> if you've gotten bored about him plugging everybody, we'll just have this stuff down in the link. Oh, yes, yes. If that's. Can I do that? Can you? Can I link yeah, all of this in the. Yeah, actually, I will. Yeah, sorry for wasting like three minutes of your time. But just in case. <laughs> oh, well, then. <laughs> just in case I can't find the links, you know, it's here in the podcast. But, um. Thank you all. Oh, we out. Catch you guys in the next one. And I also love Vulture. Have a good one, guys. <laughs> Yo. <laughs>